Welcome to episode 20 of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. I'm Maria. And we have another special guest who is actually not another, Katie again. Hi guys. Here she is. She's back. And we also, changing it up, we are at Maria's house in Staten Island. That's right. Deborah really dressed for this occasion. She's wearing jeans. Yes. Uh, Katie is, has her sensory issues with her jeans, so she did not wear her jeans. Yeah. And uh, here we are in my uh, basement. Yeah. Yep, it's a good time. And uh, so, yeah, it was crazy for me to drive here today because it it's like I lived so close to here when I was living on Staten Island. So I, like, oh. stopped at the deli, got a sandwich. Look at you. Because I was like, I don't want to be hangry on the podcast. <laughs> no. no. Being hangry is not good ever. No. Speaking but, of food. Right. Yeah, we let's are, get into that. Yes. We're eating a very fancy Greek cheese, kefalorabiera oh. cheese. I know. It's definitely a mouthful. And right, you, I you. love this cheese. This is one of my favorite cheeses. And we've paired it with... We're going hard. Jack Daniels whiskey. Because did I, did I change you guys? <laughs> Katie is making us more badass by the minute. She's like, no wine for me. That's way too what? I don't even know. What did you She doesn't why like don't the you headaches. Take the headaches. Too sweet. Too well, sweet. I know some of them are too sweet. But, yeah. We need to we need to be more uh, bitter. Yeah. More sour. <laughs> and we're getting older, so you know, we well, need some older. The good thing about whiskey yeah. is that you sip it. Why is that good, you think? Because it slows you down. I think, like, you know, it's not a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Right. Right. Yeah. So, like, once you, when you drink wine, you're able to, like, drink Drink it it faster and faster. So, it's just, like, whiskey makes you slow down. Mm -hmm. And I think we can all benefit from slowing down That's a good point. I think accuracy and precision of maybe all speech and language as well as, like, fine motor skills. Everything gets more precise when you slow down. True. Yeah. Wow. But if you slow down too much, then that won't be good either. Right. Then then you can't keep up. (laughs) Yeah. And you won't get anything done. So the goal is a happy medium. Yeah. Like with everything in life. And everybody's is different. Right. Right. So I. What do you guys think about this Jack Daniels? I. Compared to the one from last week. All right, comparing honey whiskey with this, I would say sink it. This is really intense for me, but, I mean, I'm just going with it because, you know, I'm doing this for you, Katie. This is all for you right now. If this was a Friday night or Saturday night, I would probably enjoy it more. Right. Um, But when you have to drink it on a night before work, it's kind of tough. Yes, tonight's Sunday. We're not recording right now on our typical night. Right. Well, I I vote drink it. Okay. I did... I did like the honey whiskey, um, but I did think, like, the honey whiskey was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just, like, not sweet at all. Right. I don't love whiskey in general, but I think it's, like, growing on me. So, um, yeah, I think I vote drink right, it. Let me give it on one more this. try. I'm going to take a sip right all now. Right. Let me see this. Okay, hold on. Because well, I took a sip before, and you told me wait till I had to wait for the ice yeah. to melt. Because so. then it's watered down a little bit. Mm-hmm. She also takes big sips. Yeah, I can take a big sip on that. All right. Yeah, I you just okay. take little baby sips. Okay, that okay. makes me feel better. That makes me feel better knowing I can and I don't slowly think drink this. And supposed to be um, on the rocks, right? Don't it's don't not? you just? No. It depends Did on like you know how there's like coffee snobs. There's like whiskey snobs. <laughs> yes, so, like, there are. If you add water to it, now you're like diluting right. the ingredients and the flavor. Yeah, that's what I was thinking actually. Mm-hmm. But Jack Daniels is not known as like the most 
uh, like pure of whiskeys are like the best. So it's not like you're drinking like Johnny Walker blue on the rock. Like like that's like a hundred dollar whiskey you don't want to waste ice on. When a drink is at room temperature, you can perceive all of the ingredients in it. When it's colder, you can't. Oh, like Coors Light. Yes. Sorry, but we would are open to advertisements still. Right, Even yeah. though we Whoever just knock them down. I'm yeah. drinking it. Yes. That, we, you all, guys, we all are. If yeah. you keep tally marks, I'm always in favor of the beverage. Only twice was it bad, but I think Maria did that on purpose. I actually didn't, but, you know, can't prove me wrong. But mm-hmm. but Jack Daniels is actually the oldest registered distillery in the U.S. Wow. It's Tennessee whiskey, and apparently that's, like, very specific. Right. For having that style, I guess, some whiskey? Whiskey can only be produced... I don't know if this is a... I'm not completely accurate on this. I think whiskey can only be made in Tennessee. What? And everything else is like a scotch. Something really? like that. Like, what's the difference between a whiskey and a scotch? We I can don't know. That. But Jack Daniels is the oldest registered distillery in the U.S. Uh... Yep, so Star has been around since the Revolutionary War. Wow. Yes, and there was plenty of older distilleries pumping out rum before whiskey became popular. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this is the, but Jack Lay's claim to be the oldest registered distillery. Oh, wait, Kentucky, yes. that's where. Okay, the main difference between scotch and whiskey is geographic, So, but also ingredients and spellings. Scotch, scotch is whiskey made in Scotland, which... While bourbon is whiskey made in the USA, generally in Kentucky, scotch is made mostly of malted barley, while bourbon is distilled from corn. So I thought it was, I knew there was some sort of drink, just like champagne has to be from France. Does it? Yeah. Wow. Otherwise, it's just sparkling wine. I just drink. Yeah, Katie's just. You better get up hip on these. Me and Katie went out last night. We went to Bagatelle in Manhattan for a friend's birthday, and they were all drinking champagne. And I was like, no. Yeah, they were like, I get headaches from that. Yeah, I know. But what did you drink yesterday? Some Summertini. Yes. I forget what was in it, but it was good. It oh, had vodka summer in it. Mm-hmm. That it was like the good. last day of the summer, right, or the day before? It so. was. I mean, oh, I think the twentieth. Was the first day of fall. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I um, so I was listening to the last episode, and I was like, oh, I wonder if whiskey makes me mean. I like got a little bit mean towards the end. I feel like <laughs> you did. <laughs> I think. Well, and I listened to it, really? so let's see if I get mean again. Uh-oh. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this might be a short episode. <laughs> Everybody, get out. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I think we voted. So we voted. Uh, drink drink it. it, drink it, sink it. I don't know. I'll go with drink it. Okay, oh, drink don't it. just do it because no, we no, no. said it. Well, if the two choices, it's not like I never drank it before, and it's not like I'm never gonna drink it again. And it doesn't so. mean like Jack Daniels is gonna be your choice. It's right. just like you know, you won't like barf in someone's face if they give it to you. Right, You're yeah. like, fine. I'll accept this. Yeah. That's what you have. Yes. <laughs> I feel like yeah. barfing in someone's face is never a good idea. Whether well, no matter it depends how. Depends on what you gave me. Right. You're right about that. <laughs> You are right about that. Okay. Um, solid point. All right. So Katie yeah, really wants game. to play a game because yeah. she's so fun. Oh, yeah. We like games. And it's funny because the first question I'm going to ask you guys is um, something that I would like to answer too, but it's mostly for you guys. What's the most exhausting physical first. activity? Wow. Um, I have never done CrossFit, but I'm assuming it would be CrossFit. Um but I guess like sprints, sprints, yes. 
sprints. Running sprints, yes. Yeah. Like mm. 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. I feel like my heart is going to like collapse. But yeah. I like that feeling. Because you feel like you really worked out. Yeah, I feel like I'm really worked out. I feel I'm like, I know this sounds hours. weird, but like I feel like alive. Like my heart is pumping. I know, right. does that sound Should we weird? do it more often? Should, should. Yeah. Okay. Maybe before the podcast, we could do sprints. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, suicides right before. Um, I like sprinting. I don't like, long distance is more daunting to me, but the most exhausting physical task is 100% moving. Moving, moving like, your apartment, oh, packing boxes, going up and down stairs, loading a truck, unloading a truck, screw that. I Once you hire movers, you never go back. You'll never do that again. That's funny. As Mike is on a moving job. Yep, he's and, doing that. That's why I, I think I'm going to marry Mike, just because I know in my whole future I'll never have to move another box. That's wow, that's motivation. And like, I can move a box. I just don't want to. So at times in yeah. life, we're fueled by the things we don't want to do. That's right. <laughs> and I just got a notification as a reminder. Uh, I'm doing the Tunnel to Towers run next Sunday. Oh, that's yes. a really good race. I love I that, that run. I've that that run is so, like, spiritual and yeah. great and, like, I, like, tear up on it. I so. do, too. Yes. Yeah, Katie running in the tower is, uh, in a, a tunnel is pretty rough. Yes. yes. Very hot and crowded. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but there were kids students. doing it. That's what motivated right. me. There was, like, little kids doing it, and then there were, like, people in full fireman gear. If for anyone who doesn't know, the Tunnel to Towers um, run, it's, there's this guy who was working as Steven a firefighter. Steven Steven Silver. I have a shirt with his yes. name on it. Yes. But I yes. Okay. So he was working at the fire department that is by Coffee Park in Red Hook, Brooklyn, and he just got home from work, and he found, he got the call, so he just, like. On 9-11. On 9-11. And then he changed into his gear. He ran through the tunnel, yeah. and then he went into the second building, and that's when that next plane hit, and he, that's how he died. So um, in memory of him each year, everyone gets together. They do this race from Coffee Park by that uh, fire station to Red Hook, the Brooklyn. World Trade Center. Yeah, it starts in Red Hook, and then it ends around the World Trade Center, and it, it goes a little bit um, off course just because uh, it has to be a 5K. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't do that. He didn't do that detour, right. obviously. Yes. He was trying to get to the job. But, yeah. But, um, they, yeah. Was, they wanted to have you experience what he went through because yes. he was in full gear. And he gear. was in full gear. So some people, they run it in their yeah. full gear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I can't imagine that because we just run it and it's hot. It's so crowded. hot in the tunnel and it's stinky. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's like kids doing it too, though. So it's and like I was telling you, wounded soldiers. And then that's what like makes mm-hmm. me yes, tear up because everybody makes... runs by them and claps and cheers. Right, yeah. And it's just, it's an amazing experience. Yeah, so if you're in the area and you could do it, you definitely yeah. And even on the finish line is like great too. They have mm-hmm. like and cheerleaders awesome from all different yeah, high schools, Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin Donuts beer. and a great beer. party at the end. It was a great party. party at the end. Yeah, it's not for working out. Um, no, no, no. Really? It's like if you no. want to work out before the party, that gets you fat. Yeah. I mean, I never ate and drank so much than the day I did Tubbles Tower. Really? They give out a full pizza. pizza. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of my family members are all firefighters, and we all did it. Like, it was just like, once Aww. we got to the end, we were eating and drinking everything. We should, you should do it with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going to yeah. be All right, all right. Yeah, so, yeah, question sorry. number two? Mm-hmm. So, two more. What's the most delicious fruit? Oh. I think raspberries and kiwis. I, I don't want raspberries too. I'm not a fan of kiwis. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I love kiwi. Right. Raspberries like and strawberries. Okay. We're picking two now, I guess. All right. Mm-hmm. I like peaches. <laughs> oh, peaches. Peaches. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they have to be really ripe. I like when they're like juicy. I don't like when they're too hard. Right. Or when they don't. When they're like. 
cotton. Like, they taste like yeah, cotton. Yeah, like no taste at no. all. All right, mm-hmm. and the last one. What do kids hate most? Um, mm. I think that kids hate most to be tricked or, like, really? lied to. Oh. Um, That's a good yeah, one. like, so if you tell them that they're going to get something, then they're going to hold that expectation. And if you're not true to your oh, word, yeah. they're going to really hate you for that. And if you, like, convince them of some sort of truth and it doesn't actually end up being true um they can really hold that against you other than that there's not too much you can do to bother a kid right i, I think maybe saying no to a child depending on their age saying no especially after that. you already said yes right. <laughs> which is what you just said Deb. well yeah i mean sort of right i tell i don't really always like if i i won't avoid saying no because like i know that the kids need to know no and right and so i'll be like if somebody's like, well, I want a... That means the microphone's only pointing to you. Okay. Uh, so if somebody's like, oh, I want um, I want a prize, and I'll be like, tell me more about why you want a prize. Right. And then they'll be like, well, I just like prizes. I was like, well, don't we have to earn prizes? Right. So, so like, instead of just saying no. Yeah, I'm not like, no. I okay. like try to talk them through it so that they can right. realize how yeah. it is completely absurd of them to think that they deserve a prize. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, like, I like that. I would say not yet. Oh, you can't okay. have a prize because you yet. can do your work first. They get wow. upset about that, huh? They sometimes, hate sometimes not so much. You know, my students if, need twenty points to get a prize. Right. I don't give a prize for like a month. Right. So not yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> after, yeah. After the twenty. Not right points. now. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that question exactly. I'm just going to tally no, yeah. off of what a piggyback then, off of yeah. debt. We can all tie it in. Do yeah. the work in there and just take credit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally all kidding. Right. This is the game for today. All right. And that was say right. anything. Yeah, that's a fun game. So where do you play? This is your home board game? Yeah, but I, I've played it uh, with some of my older kids. Oh. Because you have to write out answers and stuff. It's pretty oh, fun. Yeah, I like these. I feel like I would photocopy. Not the one with the martini on it. Do they all have martinis on them? No, no, they're supposed to be thought bubbles. Oh, yeah, but this one has martinis. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does? But the, mm-hmm. the oh, rest, I, I mean, oh, yeah, I would just, like, that's, like, a good graphic oh, to okay. use in, in class. You could just, mm-hmm. especially if you laminated it, you can just keep writing on those thought bubbles. Um, yep. Okay, so what we wanted to get into today is fine motor skills. And I think that Maria wanted to call her brother in so that he yes. can give a you little bit of insight. You want to give the definition insight. first? Yeah. Yes, so my brother was in OT does, for handwriting because he, I remember... Cause he's older than me, so I remember his handwriting being like terrible growing up. <gasps> and then the teacher told my mom, um, like, you know, your son needs occupational therapy when I think he was like in the seventh grade. So what, you're like 13 years mm-hmm. old? And I, I was like, 13. why have I, I've, he's always had terrible handwriting since, you know, ever. Right. And why has no one ever like brought it to my attention? Right. Then, I don't feel the same way. You know? Yeah. Because so also brought, in seventh yeah. grade, how much can you do with handwriting? Right, I don't know. Um, well, when I was in high school, my mom really wanted me to take calligraphy because she said I had yeah. such bad handwriting. Oh, really? But, um... Did you take calligraphy? I didn't. Because now you use... Because, look how fancy your But I didn't are. do this very nicely. But, oh. um, yeah, like, I, I was really mad at her for wanting me to do that. And now, as an adult, I'm like, oh, that could have been a nice class. Did you ever end up taking it? No. Oh. <laughs> no, but I... Have, That's what I'm saying. Look how nice her handwriting is. Yeah, my mom... Wow. Like, the other day I wrote a note, and my mom was like, Deborah, when did you learn how to write? And I was like, I have known how to write. <laughs> All right, so my brother's going to tell us about uh, his experience Well, first, tell us your name. Oh, yeah, tell us. Crystal Skichons. Oh, hi. Nice hi. to meet yeah. you. 
Come on, come, have come a join seat. us on our um, podcast. Speak I'm nice sure. and loud and clear. I think the <laughs> microphone will pick everybody up. So yeah, hopefully. Maria's telling us that you had some OT in your childhood. I did. I had a horrible writing uh-huh. uh, handwriting when I was a child, so I went to OT. Yeah. Yeah. And did you like it? Uh. Sometimes it's boring, but overall I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what do you recall working on when you were in OT? Well, uh, first of all, uh, she wanted to see how my handwriting was before, so we, we had samples. Uh-huh. Uh, as I progressed, uh, she could then show me before and after. Oh, okay. And uh, we okay. played game to uh, fix my hand-eye coordination. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you feel like it was effective? Absolutely. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. Did you do any exercises like with your hands outside of writing? Did she have you like squeeze a stress ball or um, use, I don't know, any other sort of... Like clothes oh, hands. hands. Yeah, let's no, like Katie. Nothing like that. Nope. Uh, she just had me practice with uh, my handwriting. Oh, so you always had like a pen in your hand and all of the activities were centered around like a writing utensil? Uh, no, not always uh, you write a utensil. Like I... Oh, no, actually, yeah, you're right, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was always a writing utensil, oh, okay. other than games. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, do you feel like it improved, like, anything else with you? Or really, was it just, like, your handwriting that got better? Uh, well, does my, uh, Greek handwriting count too? Because, uh... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's the only other thing, because, uh, uh-huh. my English handwriting got better, and my uh, Greek handwriting got better. That's so it carried yeah. over into a different yeah. language. There's the speech part. Right, because <laughs> I feel like, um, when I started taking spin classes, I became a better runner. So, like, oh. me using the bike made me a better, like, runner. Mm. So I was wondering if, like, your handwriting improved, but, like, maybe also your drawing or coloring improved. Did anything like that, do you think? Well, or just anything in general with eye-hand mm. coordination? Uh, playing this playing video, playing video games? Yeah. 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 It could have, yeah. but, uh, but it definitely yeah. had an effect on yeah. it. Yeah. Because now you are yeah. quicker with your fingers. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Never, yeah. You never even thought about that until now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. I could say, I'm like, he's probably never, th- but now yeah. it's like, <laughs> now it's like, what else? You <laughs> better so thank your OT now. Thank the OTs out there. Do you remember her name? I'm sorry. You made my mom up? Okay. Do you want to ask some like questions? Because you, remember you told me you used to do like an app, like something with like a you so, play like a Chinese game. Shirt, so sometimes right? for the handwriting, yeah. we could use like different types of papers. So smaller lines, bigger lines, or like um, it's almost like three D when you write. You could mm-hmm. actually feel it. So it's tactile writing. Uh, I don't remember doing it, but uh, this was the nineties. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> things were limited back then. Yeah. Like, to what, compared to what we have. I can't remember, uh, but I remember something that was different about the paper. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was just uh, uh, maybe it was just bigger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Right. Yeah. And so I'm glad games. that you, it was a yes. positive experience for you. So what Me kind too. of games did you play? Like, were they OT related, like with writing, or you just played a game as a reward? No, it was related to it writing. Was, it was uh for the hand-eye coordination. We played that game where you have a certain amount of time before the the. Oh, so oh, like perfection, perfection, perfection. Oh, so you had to like grab Sorry. them. Yeah, like, put them into the right spot. Like yeah. Uh-huh. So working on the tripod. That's a stressful yeah. game. Did it yeah. stress you out? <laughs> no, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, she... It's a lot of pressure to put a yeah. kid out there. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, all these things are gonna pop out at me when I'm finished. <laughs> so that's working on the grasp and eye hand coordination and even speed. So when we yeah. do writing, the speed, keeping up with your written work. Wow. Yeah. All so, right. Even though you're just playing a game, a lot of times the, the client doesn't know what they're working on. But this mm-hmm. is something that we're definitely looking in schools now, 
where we try to have the goals ready for the students and we try to tell the student what we're working on mm -hmm. prior to working with them. So no matter oh. their abilities, cognitive or physical, they're still introduced. Okay, we're going to play this game to work on strengthening your hands. As simple as that. It doesn't have to be all these fancy terms, but this is what we're working on. I think that's good because then if you're like in the session, like you're saying... Chris, <laughs> I call him by his Greek name, oh. Christo. Oh, that's okay. um, you're at least like you're, because you were when you were like 13, so you weren't. He wasn't like a five year old, you know. But she, if she said to him, not to knock this OT, right. I mean, she yeah, helped no. him out. And that was just that, so right. That was right. It's the 90s. Yeah. Let's just blame it on the 90s. Right. Um, that's true. Right. Everyone was eating hot dogs. Yeah, like saturated so fat was good for yeah. you. But also at that like, time, nobody knew what OT was. That's why maybe right. he didn't get it when he, he was didn't younger. get it. Yeah. Right. That's. I mean, my mom was like, "Why am I hearing about this now when he's right. 13? Because maybe there was because he's always had terrible handwriting. But anyway, if she told you like I haven't played basketball in a while. Oh. I remember when I was a kid, they were pretty good. Okay, good. Yeah. So then, yeah, so it was strictly like a uh, hand, handwriting thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if yeah. she told you we're going to play this game so you can be quicker when you write, you would have been like, oh, okay. Right. Like, it's maybe a little less boring well, now. Right, I was going to say, sometimes you're, you're more like, motivated to be like, oh, exactly. I want to be quicker. I want to be good at right. this. Like, right, this game is so stupid. It's like for babies. But right. then when she tells you what you're working for or... Or like working to achieve, on. right, working on, then yeah. you're like, oh, it's not really the game that I care about. Am I holding this correctly while I'm doing it? Right. Yeah. So then you're taking more responsibility. Exactly, yeah. And more also, interest. are you a lefty or a righty? I'm righty. Oh, okay. Good. Just everybody here is a righty? I'm, I'm a righty. righty. Yeah. 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 Mike's a lefty. Okay. He says right. that lefties are geniuses. That's what they say. Uh, They're more well, creative. Well, we'll just keep that here. You don't have to <laughs> go say <laughs> there's research for I mean, it. <laughs> all right, so we'll tell him not to listen to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely, you definitely shouldn't. <laughs> you want to marry him because he can move stuff. Yeah, yeah he's but he cooks things too. Right. So his skills. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of skills. He has a certain subset of skills okay. that uh, I'm into. Right. So you had more things yeah. you wanted to say. So, um, getting back to oh, thank you so much. Yes, for, thank you for, for joining us. us. Your input. Yes, we know you have to go to work now. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Come back yeah. again. Come back. Cool. All right. Shout so, out to the OTs. Some background information about occupational therapy in terms of fine motor. So fine motor skills are, um, they involve the coordination of small muscles and movements and usually in synchronization of the hands and fingers with the eyes. So that's that hands-eye coordination. And um, manual dexterity, that's controlled by the nervous system. So OT and speech therapy, we're all about those cranial nerves and the peripheral nervous system. Um, fine motor skills, those are going to entail using pencils or pens, scissors, buttons, zippers, uh, construction with Legos, opening boxes and jars, snaps and laces, um, and the manipulation of objects. So manipulating an object, it requires the ability to move and position objects within one hand without the help of the other hand such as like holding a puzzle piece or a key or writing or even like cutting with scissors. Those, all those things happen with the use of one hand um, independent from another. All fine motor skills, they require motor or muscle control, bilateral integration and coordination um, with the hand and the eye. And uh, Katie, did I say it all? Katie, that all true? yeah. I mean, Katie, I this is what you kind of learned in school. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I am like, well, thank Whoa. you. That's that's what they pay me the big bucks for. Uh, once that Patreon goes yes. through, yes, <laughs> that's coming out, everyone. Yeah. Look out for that. 
No, so, that was great. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about... Tell um, us that in old English, yeah. plain English. <laughs> um, so just like your brother mentioned, so the biggest thing that a lot of parents and teachers especially think that we do in school is handwriting. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. this, my student can't write, he needs yeah. OT. My student can't do this, they need OT. Um, and mostly writing or copying. Uh, right. So that's what it goes back Just to. Just like everybody thinks that speech therapy is like lisps and stutters. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everyone thinks OT is just handwriting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's other teachers. Is that a of yours a little bit? A little bit. Just because I, I feel like they, we do handwriting, but it's not like back in the 90s, like Christmas, <laughs> that you come in, in and I give you a piece of paper and we're just going to practice writing. Right. So with writing, there's there are a lot of different skills that are involved. Eye-hand coordination, muscle strength, uh, finger isolation, mm -hmm. the grasp, so many different skills. So yes, we're working towards them being better writers, mm -hmm. but not necessarily sitting there and writing for 30 minutes. We're targeting right. all these different skills. And then you also mentioned in our last episode how... Occupational therapists, they use the actual materials that are required for the activity to occur. So, like, you're going to use a pencil. But do you do any sort of, like, outside sort of compensatory strength-building exercises without yes. the equipment? Well, yes. But, like, just to give you an example, even though I'll have an activity with a pencil, doesn't mean we're necessarily writing. So, one of my oh, favorites is like to... the grip? Yep, so one of my favorites is to roll out Play-Doh into the letter that let's say we want to practice writing. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then, I liked using that too mm -hmm. for speech. Yeah. This is the carry Right, but now this is what you could you, add on to got, it. What going. we do is we take the pencil and we flip it back, which is one of the skills. It's a translation, so if the student's holding a pencil, they flip it. It's one of the translations, um, and now the eraser is on the bottom part, like the writing part. Okay. And they poke the putty in the letter formation pattern. Oh, I like that. That's so good. So it's strengthening that the hand. That looks like, like my coloring pages. I have like dots on each letter. So you're like making those dots with the pencil. Yeah, eraser. but they're pushing through the putty. So it's strengthening mm -hmm. the hand. They're working on the grasp. And they're using the pencil, which they will be using for writing. Right. That's so great. Yeah. So That's one good. of my favorite. Can you give us more tips? Because sure. I'm, listen, you know my motto, right? Give me some tips that help sure. me. My, my this is other like free favorite. advice right now, people. You guys have to use this one too. My next favorite. So this is without using the actual writing tool. Mm -hmm. This year I bought a toolbox and I bought a little lock and I put the lock on it. And now anytime a child says I want to draw, I'm like, I think the pencils and the crayons are in nice. there. I give them the key and they have to open the lock to get oh, it. Oh, nice. good. That's so, See, I, I make them say open up, but yeah, let me add too. another option. You should give them like five keys and make them figure out which, which one's right. Yeah, <laughs> once we get them opening independently, that's a And great then if idea. it was a speech game, we would have like some sort of letter or icon in each key and then like clues in a paragraph about which key is gonna be like next the for the lock. Oh, that's Which would be a fun great. game. It could be like inferencing and yeah. also matching. Yes, because looking that. for key and information. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. the clues. Yeah, that would be fun. Guys, this um, is great. Yeah. These are great things. An OT activity that I like to do also for like um, phonemic awareness or sound lawyer correspondence, correspondence is so I'll take paint and put it in a very sturdy Ziploc bag, the kind that you slide yeah. or the kind that turns a color, like not the dollar store brand. Mm -hmm. I've done that with mm -hmm. hair gel. Yes. Oh, hair gel. Yes, because yeah. paint scares me. Oh, I like Hair paint. gel doesn't. <laughs> it's all washable. You're I right. Mean, we're all right. getting dirty here. I'm like one of those OCD SLPs. I'm like, don't mix the Play-Doh colors. Me too. Don't mix um, the I'm going to get dirty. Don't touch me. <laughs> That's yes. why I only buy one color Play-Doh. All my Play-Doh's pink. 
Okay. That's, That's it. what it is, right? That's it, because I don't like mixing Play-Doh. That's so annoying. I got over that the first year. I was like, you first did? I was like, don't mix, and then I'm like, there, kids. This, Who cares? It gets, uh, this gets is hard like confessions year, right now. Tell us how you worked on that, That's please. It. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of therapists have this issue. <laughs> you just let it go? I just let it go. How? I don't know. Stop caring. There are more and more important things to care about. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I just don't like the ugly color it turns, so that's why Cheers I to that. chose to only have... Where's our, where's our alcohol? I'm the only one who has a drink. <laughs> oh, gosh. Get yes, ready for the moodiness. Here it comes. <laughs> 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 I don't know where it is. But what Go I was ahead. saying is, so like, yeah, points. I put paint in the bag, and then um, I'll have them draw with their isolating their index finger. They draw the letters. And I learned this song from an OT at um, Children at Play on Staten Island. That's where I did my child placement. And she would always sing, like, start every letter at the top. That's handwriting with that tears. Yeah. Oh. Sort of. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Or maybe she, I might sing it differently now because right. I don't remember what it is. Because if I was like, where, um, where do we start a letter? No, we start a uh, Now I'm like, all messed up. You got it. We no. start our letters I'm, at no. the top. You know what's going to help you to figure that out? Whiskey. Whiskey. Got okay, you, well, I'll get it to you. Mm -hmm. But there is... um. Well, I'm not copying then, so oh, I, I can that. trademark that. No, but it's my song is yeah. letter at the time. Yeah. I thought I was stealing someone's thing this whole time. No, no. And if if it's working for you kids, that's awesome. Yeah, I say start every letter at the top, which is not accurate for calligraphy. Okay. <laughs> but oh. it is accurate for just print handwriting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I gave, I didn't give one. No. Uh, so I didn't give some ice to Katie. Okay. Sorry. Oh, but. so she just took a shot? Yeah, yeah. pretty she much. Is, she is a champion. I told you. On. Told you. Oh, boy. All right. So then, do you, so we both did our fine motor activities. Do you have a fine motor activity? A fine motor like activity. Um, yes, I have this game, <laughs> and uh, you roll. I bought a whole bunch of fine motor activities. I just like went to Amazon. I was like, love fine Amazon motor. Yeah, because I love to incorporate OT, and I'm like, you know what, the kids like it, and I want it because it's working on their attention too. And I'm also trying to. I've discovered that attention is super important for language. Yeah, yeah <laughs> speech too. To well, communication communication so I'm yeah. like I need to work on a way of attention like more so that was like the thought my thought process but I got this game and you have to roll the dice and um, you have to pick like bugs that are that color that are matched on the Cute. dice and they have little like tweezers That's great. so tweezers oh, to yeah. pick them up and they really want to use the other hand I'm like nope you yeah, know right, I'm like right. tough with that yeah but uh -huh. I'll help them when no, they need yeah, to that's great but and you're doing does cutting count because yeah. I love to cut with them cutting yeah cut, cut out one, our pictures and just putting like, in glue your them on Putting, so easy. Like, <laughs> let's just do this. Yeah. Putting the fingers in the right way. That's the difficult that they, yes. difficulty Thumb that they have. Yes, the little one, right? Yes. And you cue them by saying, open, close, open, close. Yes. Open, shut, open, shut. Open, shut. That's okay. the way we cut, cut, cut. Wow, <laughs> all right. I, I say thumbs up. That's how we yeah. cut. Because right. your thumb has to be up. Yes. Yeah. And it'll cut away from you. Yeah. Right. But um, when you actually work on cutting, a lot of kids have a hard time if they have a hard time with fine motor and what they do, I don't know if you guys made this observation, they cut like this. So their like shoulders, their shoulders are up. Yeah. Yeah. Their shoulders That's a compensating strategy. Yes, because they don't have strength in their hands, so they're using Or their core. Or their core, right. So they're using their um, um shoulder to stabilize their hand. Right. Um, so a lot of times what we do is we put them on their belly when they have to cut because now they're Whoa. leaning on their elbows mm -hmm. and everything is stabilized and now they just use their hand and their wrist. 
that's good. That's yeah. a great tip. That's an excellent yeah. tip. So if you ever want to do cutting with them and they have a hard time, put them on a scooter board or just on the mat. You know, oh, yoga yeah. mat on the I have floor. a yoga mat. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to like it because they're like, oh, I'm not sitting at the table. I'm rolling around. Right. Yeah. right. So, so they're doing something mm-hmm. different. Yeah. When I make coloring pages, like this summer I did a whole ocean theme. I always had a page of like I drew the ocean critter, but then I did it with like dotted lines and then I had the kids trace it because I also felt like, yes, it was good for attention, but also just for them to have the strength and stability and endurance in order to like maintain a solid line or to also be able to pick up from where they left off if they did take a break was like a good skill to be working mm-hmm. on even in the speech therapy session because yeah. eventually like we have to be able to work on writing so that they can answer written responses yeah, questions or and, even draw yeah. pictures in response to something so I definitely like working on their hands manipulation as Perfect. well as speech and another one of the um, other favorite activities just came to mind yeah. which is hand manipulation because you mentioned mm-hmm. I put little coins or little beads in their hands and depending on their skill level it could be from two to five and the size depending on the size and then from the palm they have to use their fingers to roll it up to their finger oh so, so like, a little bean I want to yeah, demonstrate so like, that on myself okay yeah, so it's like a little bead in here uh-huh like you're holding a couple like a of pen. coins I'll take a yeah. pen cap and now uh-huh. you want to bring it up to the top of your fingers so oh, a lot of kids can't do that but use your thumb too Oh, okay, good. Yeah, there you oh, go. I did it. So, yeah, it's called translation skill mm-hmm. from palm to finger. I did hurt this hand here. I went to the orthopedist, and he was like, oh, you might need OT. And I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. And so I, like, went to your room, I think. And I was like, guys, help me yeah. out. And then you guys gave me some right. stuff. But putty, right? Yep. Putty. Little, they can make little circles of putty, yeah. little balls, which is working on the hands. I want to buy putty, actually. Yeah. I think I'm going to do Amazon. that this year. And you can um, get yeah. all different strengths of putty, yeah, right? Yes. Different colors. I can't remember what the resistances are, but yeah, there's like a blue, a green, mm-hmm. black, I think is the hardest. Um, blue is hard. I usually get like the pinkish or the green. Mm-hmm. I think we have green. Okay. Oh. All and right. The more- yeah. There's our halfway point. halfway point. I think it's the halfway point because I didn't actually start it at the All exactly, right, but fine. I guesstimated. So yeah, now worries. is a good time to stop if this is part of your commute and you're already there. Just listen to the rest of this half right, of the episode. Right, but make sure you come there. back in because we're going to talk about other problems that can occur when diffi- when an individual has difficulties with manipulation, and we're going to explain the different types of manipulations, and we're going to explain how to improve manipulation. So stay tuned, and yes. we're going to talk about that. But now Maria's going to give you yeah. some housekeeping. Yes, know. I am. Thank you. Uh, okay, so make sure you're following us on Instagram because we love hearing from you guys. Um, we are getting a lot, a lot of questions and a lot of great feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for following us and listening to us. Also, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. That's a right, big one. Yes. And don't forget, we're on Spotify. If you're already listening to this, you would yes. already know that. But just in case. <laughs> yes, and we love yes. to read those reviews. Um, I have yes. a listener question. Do you oh, want to, oh, we yes. want to answer that at the well, end. Well, I know Katie wanted to go over something from last episode that she was like, no, mm-hmm. I messed it up. And she wanted to... Yes, go over yeah, that. The hypo and the hyper. But I, she yeah. was like, you know, cringing. And yeah. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. No, initially the, the episode started and we were talking about foods and I um, didn't use hyper, hyper and hypo correctly. But later on in the episode, I definitely defined it correctly. Uh-huh. Okay. So when you're hyposensitive, that means that you're not getting enough sensory and you need a lot more than somebody that doesn't have sensory issues would. Right. And an example would be if somebody brushed against you, you don't feel it. In order for you to feel it, you would have to get like pinched. 
or like a deep pressure. Mm -hmm. And the high mm -hmm. hypersensitivity could be something as uh, minimal as the light. Uh, we're sitting mm -hmm. in this room and we don't see any uh, light flickering, but somebody who's hypersensitive to the light will see it and they'll be upset. And a student will like freak out and start crying and want to run out of the room. Mm -hmm. So those are the two differences. Yeah, okay, okay. sounds good. Yeah. Um, and then also, I forgot that I wanted to mention, so going back, so yes, follow us on Instagram. We are SLPs Wine and Cheese Pods, uh, underscore between each word. Um, I'm Deborah Brooks, CCC SLP on Instagram, and I post videos of myself doing speech therapy and also like the materials that I make. And Maria is yes. Maria underscore Kutsonis SLP, but I always tag us in like mm -hmm. everything. So so just tap any picture yeah, and you'll just find tap. everyone's name. Yes, I did um, goat yoga yesterday, guys. Fun yes, fun note. That's awesome. Yes, I don't know why I randomly just said that, but I guess I was thinking how I tagged myself on Instagram. On Instagram, and then it when I have my personal page, I can easily just like share it, so I don't have to like post the same thing twice. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why didn't I ever think of this before? So that's why I've just brought that up yeah. randomly. So but yeah, like goat yoga, yoga was a lot of fun. I actually didn't really want to do it because I was like, oh, it's so early in the morning. It was like 45 minutes away, someplace in Jersey, Red Bank. Mm -hmm. And um, not, not nothing against that part of Jersey. I just, it was like at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Right, yeah. But I forced myself to go my best friend really wanted to go so i was like i can do it well i'll suck it up and it was so much fun I'm glad you no are. goat peed on me or pooped on me or bit me so three things i was That's worried good. about yeah that goats didn't happen typically bite yeah i don't know why i thought you, yeah but... i was scared of that yeah. yeah just weird fears for no reason <laughs> just me being me <laughs> Imagination. You know, I said that to someone yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, "This is why people hate me." Because oh, no. we're like sitting at dinner, I'm drinking wine, of course, and then she was like, "You know, I'm just so worried." And I was like, "You know, worry is the misuse of imagination." And then she was just like, looked at me, and was like, mm. "She's like, what?" Oh, yeah. I know. Good. I would be like, "Did you need me to repeat that?" No, I you know. Because, I like, like to process that. Like in my head, I'm like saying it over. And then she's like, like still thinking to... about that. I'm gonna get a text in a week, like Maria, I thought about and you. It was what you said. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, you. Yeah. Need to listen to but the sometimes, podcast. But sometimes something is said. I'm like, hold on, I need a minute. And yeah, I'm like, oh, that was yeah. A good. Let it yeah. register. Mm -hmm. yes. um, we're also going to be at ASHA table eight seventy two. Please come see us. We're They're going to come see us. I'm going to yes. say it every single opportunity <laughs> I get until it happens. Please okay. come to eight seventy two. I think we're right by the ASHA store, so like I'll oh, be okay. I'll be like yelling like Mom watching you in a recital like Hello. You're <laughs> Say hi to me. And what are you going to do? I'm going to just, like, smile. <laughs> and be like, just... uh, this is my crazy friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like Beetlejuice in that display, like, just trying to get everyone's attention. <laughs> what should I be doing? I don't know. I haven't thought of it. I'm just well, going to go there and be fun, and then people are going to be attracted to the funness. Right. Yeah. You know? The funner your table and is, the I'm going to do so it. much work to make sure people come. Maria's going to be like, look at all this stuff I manifested. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to be like, yeah, you sure did. <laughs> I do do that. I do do that. <laughs> um, okay, you can also email us at uh, slpswineandcheese at gmail.com. And uh, look for our Patreon. We didn't do it yet. We're going to. We, we got it rolling. The Patreon is in the works. Um, but we're going to have bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yes. As you guys know, it costs money to do all this stuff. And uh, so far, we've been doing everything just out of pocket. And Patreon is a great platform that allows creators to receive funding 
for the work that they create. So if you support us, we will not let you be sorry for that. No. Our goal is to have 100 people donate $2. That's our first goal. So um, if you can yes. be one of those 100 people, we will be very grateful and we will do our best to um, make you feel satisfied by that. Uh, just in popular fashion, as Mike is not here, but he Mike, did, Mike he is calling call. you. So Mike, you're We're on our recording. podcast. You're on the podcast. Mike, you just come on up everywhere. Hi, how are you? Maria, how was goat yoga? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that. It was awesome. So I was just saying how I was like nervous that they were going to bite me or poop on me and pee on me. And they didn't. Because everyone I told I was going to goat yoga was like, why? You know, they poop on you. So negative. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to have a good time. My best friend loves goats. I yeah, want to support her and her goat love, you know. And it was great. I felt very relaxed yet happy and fun. That's like... What's better than that? Exactly. All the good feelings. Uh, yep. What are you doing, Michael? I'm just driving on 87, but I, I just want to say, don't don't bring home a pizza from Staten Island. Oh, oh my god! She wanted to bring you pizza. Yeah, she wants to bring you some pizza. I don't know why I'm speaking for you, yeah, Deb. I'm sorry. What is the reason? Healthy, so you're, you're healthy today? <laughs> today you started? Sunday is cheat day. Monday is when you start. Okay, I'll eat pizza before I come home. Yes, I don't want pizza, and I mean that. Just to our listeners, sure? Staten Island has some really great pizza. So. Staten Island has the best Stat- pizza. Oh, okay. And I bagels. didn't see. I didn't want to overdo it there. No, with I, the will, Island I will. I will. Uh, if you want to challenge me, I will accept that challenge. I will go on a pizza challenge with you. You oh, will be okay. wrong, and I will win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the second pizza I think is Totono's in Coney Island. What do you think, Michael? L and B's. LMBs. What do you think All the right. second best pizza outside of Staten Island is? So, I don't know about anyone else, but I feel like it's really hard to mess up pizza. Totono's. Yes, the Totono's. No, it's not that hard to mess up pizza. There's no. a lot of bad pizza mm-hmm. out there. But Bagatelle, actually, yesterday, I was not impressed with that pizza. No. That was like DiGiorno pizza with some of their garlic oh, pizza. I hate DiGiorno. Their I commercials know. are so cocky. They're like, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. I'm mm-hmm. like, no one is going to be grateful that you gave them DiGiorno. <laughs> All right. No. Like, I would be offended. Exactly. Imagine. That's almost as bad as fake. A single mother. No, <laughs> you make it with a single mother. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that poor child. I'm no, just kidding. I I would, yeah, single moms are the best. They're crook. They're cool. They're um, badasses. But I feel like uh, it's 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 worse than a fake imitation Girl Scout cookie. Oh my god. No, I mean, really? come on, that wasn't that bad. Katie <laughs> did bring in some very interesting snacks, yeah. I don't know, from like, Costco. there's still cookies under there. There's yeah. still cookies. We still have Girl Scout cookies, guys. All right, Michael, we're going to yes, get back to the Yes, we got to get back to recording. See you in a, are you going to so, be? Yes, guys, Girl Scout cookies okay, are, are you great. Sure you I know. you want me to bring a pizza home? Okay. I'm not, not winking. winking. <laughs> Just bring him some pizza. Okay, I love Get you. Get this man some pizza. You don't love me? Oh. You don't there's... love me? Oh, God. Are you one of those? No. Have... Okay. Well, yes. Any opportunity I get to be a pain, I take. I capitalize. Oh, right. I get yes. It. It's, okay. it's what is good for the relationship. I, I, want, I want to establish, like, you know, you teach people how to treat you. So I want to be like, I, it's in everyone's best interest to treat me nice. Of course. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. then she'll drink some whiskey. I Who know. knows what's going to oh happen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, maybe yes. that's why she was so mean. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's why. Like, whiskey is kicking in. Oh, wow. I didn't think you were that mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's just dip. That's just... I think because we're... Not- 
really dancers. Nice. I'm like the same way. Cancer. Right. Like, I will be your best friend, but if you rub me the wrong way, you will be sorry. Yeah, yeah. Really, it's you... not in anyone's best interest to interfere yeah. with you. That's the yeah. cancer speaking. I think that's our horoscope sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about, what's your horoscope sign? I'm a Taurus. A Taurus. stubborn. Why are you guys so stubborn? So Why? Stubborn. I don't get it. I don't get it. Is it because you believe in something and you, like, think... Yeah, but I was watching um, Brain Games. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that show. Yeah, I like that show. I make the kids watch it if we were going to have a Netflix day. Mm -hmm. It's like it's all about your brain. So it could be like optical illusions or anything. Wow, there was one that said um, something like about like being stubborn. Not that being stubborn, but like if you already answered something, you're going to stick to it because your mind doesn't want you to like your mind answers right away because it doesn't want you to be wrong. So like being stubborn is kind of like your brain preventing you from being wrong. So it's like a, like a, a defensive yeah, mechanism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's so funny. There are a lot of those, like psychologically right. speaking. But no, so I thought that was like, interesting. I'm like, I wonder if that's what I do. So I try not to be stubborn. So now I try to like oh, listen because you have that that metacognition right yeah, now. Yeah, like <laughs> if somebody's like, no, that's not right. Then I should use what you want the kids say now. Are you saying instead yeah, of saying no? More. Yeah, you're like, yeah, tell me more. Why? Yeah, tell why? me more. Why am I wrong? Why you don't agree with me? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't use the words, I'm wrong. Never. No, I would. No, you'd be like, sorry, I was wrong, hon. Oh, that's I 100%. Didn't. Even I though didn't. everybody's entitled uh, to their opinion, so it could be yeah. a, not that I'm wrong, but that's your opinion. That's what you believe in. So. Right. So maybe you're also strong with your opinions, too. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you yeah. also are just like, you know, you don't run your mouth and let you, you're sure that right. like you have confidence in what you said. Or if I'm not, then I'll back down. Like, right. if I'll tell you, like, oh, with speech, I think you guys only work in stuttering. And you can be like, no, we don't. I'll be like, I don't know more about that. Okay. Right. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. But for OT, yeah. Yeah. right, you know your stuff. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So Just going um, back. Let's go back to, yeah, we'll go back to our topic of OT. So here I have, um, there's different types of manipulation. So I have here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven types of manipulation. I'm going to read this list of seven and then I'll go back to the beginning and then I'll ask you to elaborate on each point. And then also like I'll chime in because it's nothing that's crazy, I promise. Are we doing a see, do, write here? Oh yeah, we're gonna do, do, well first we'll talk about this and then at the end we'll do see, do, write. Okay. Okay, so the different types of manipulations, we have hand and finger strength, hand-eye coordination, hand dominance, hand divisions uh, of the thumb and the index finger, uh, bilateral integration, postural control, and body awareness, such as proprioception. So going back to the top, hand and finger strength, can you just elaborate on that manipulation skill? Um, So you definitely need the hand and finger strength in order to be able to hold the pencil, and a lot of times what you'll see is the kids refuse to write something, not because they can't, but because they get so fatigued and they don't understand that that's what it is. So they just say, oh, I don't want to write anymore. I can't do this. I'm tired. This is boring. But it's really because they're weak in their hands. Ah, okay. Oh, so like they yes. don't have the stamina because mm-hmm. they, okay. You know what I've noticed when a kid usually doesn't want to do something, it's because it's hard for them. Yes. And I like to tell parents that and stuff. And like that's when they start to like to come to speech. And that's when you could tell that they like coming to therapy. And like you're challenging them enough. But right. it's not too hard for them. Once they start, like, having a hard time, you're like, yeah, my demands. I mean, of course, there's, like, a hundred other things that it could no, be, right. behavior, attention. Right. But, like, it also is a good chance and opportunity for you to be like, 
maybe it is too hard yeah. for them. And one of the things that I learned is like, that what you can definitely, you modify? That, but you definitely need to build that trust with the students. Yes. If they right. know they could trust you, they will probably try to do their best for you. Yeah. Um, if they feel like this is really hard, I'm not going to tell you you can't do it, but you'll be able to read me and you let me have that break or you'll guide me for me to be successful. So yeah. if they trust you not to embarrass them or, you know, to make them not succeed, then you have such a better session. Yeah, That's I true. come in and rescue everyone. I don't want anyone stressing out about anything. So whenever we're reading and I'm like, listen, if you don't know that word, I'm going to tell you what it is right away. So you're not going to have to sit there and Aww, panic and be sure. worried. Like, I'm right here. I know what we're reading, and I'm going to tell you what that is. And then we'll just do it again and again and again until you remember what that word is. Right. So that's why we do poems, because we just read the same thing over and over again for two months straight. Mm. So eventually, like, they do know the words like communication or um, communion is one word in our poem that everyone keeps getting messed up, and though everyone keeps messing up, they keep reading it as through. Oh, mm. that is a confusing one. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, just, they're assuming, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I keep being like, even though you want to say through, the word is though. Right. Yeah. Deb loves poems. Fun fact. That's that cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Darren had his open mic on Friday. Oh, yeah. right. We had yes. a poet come, and she, I think it was her first time, and she read it. It was really sweet. Oh, that's, yeah, nice. that's nice. It's nice sometimes, like when you don't listen to poems. And yes. Comes I right. know. Deb has got me into poems. I'm like, oh, I so like them. So you should them. write a poem and read it next Oh, time. wow. Okay. Yes, maybe. <laughs> I was just remembering that I met your brother because you came to my first comedy show. Told you. You didn't believe me. I forgot. Yeah, this one's like, you never came and saw me do stand up. I'm like, yes, I have. I've yes, seen you. Yes, she did come. Yes. I all right, so oh, I was man. wrong. <laughs> it's okay. Did she yell at you? She didn't. No, I didn't remember. Did she yell right? at you? <laughs> no, she's nicer to me than she is Mike. Okay. I'm so nice. I'm telling you you weren't there. <laughs> I just didn't remember. Now I remember. I remember. That's true. She did come. Um, right. So then the next one is hand-eye coordination. Okay. So Which is a manipulation skill. Yeah, so I, I wonder why. But it is. So um, eye-hand coordination is being able to see something and then process it and the output is through your hand mm -hmm. so a lot of times that skill is copying from the board copying from the book mm. so anything right. that vision to hand so like uh -huh. a lot of games like your brother mentioned a lot of games that they play perfection he has to be able to scan the board but yet his hand has to put it where he sees it right mm -hmm. so. and does that count as like swiping on an ipad and stuff um yeah because like like if you have a bunch of apps finding the app that you want and there's fine motor apps, right? right? If you just what's your one of your favorite fine motor apps? Um, I I like Connect the Dots. Connect the Dots. Uh, yeah. Okay. They have worksheets for it, but on the iPad, the kids love iPads. So if you tell yeah. them you have to do work on it, they don't really. Well, just say if there's an it. SLP out there and she knows like this student needs fine motor and he maybe already gets OT and his reward is iPad time. Right. Why not do Connect the Dots yeah. with them? Connect Why the not? Dots. Um, there's always like building um, pattern building. Um, apps. I'm not sure where they are. I try not to use the iPad because I know the kids use the iPad a lot when they go home. Mm -hmm. But I do know right. some kids that's the only motivator. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, color by the numbers. They also have like um apps where so, you like the tap like the little and the colors in by itself. Yep. Yeah. But you have to look over and see what the number oh, is. That's so color. sad because I remember color by numbers. I I'm like it. it's fun to like yeah. Yeah, actually I draw color. color by numbers. Yes. I draw them and use them in speech. And right. I start with numbers and then I start with letters and then I'm like color all the words that have H in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I just progress numbers, letters, and then that's perfect. Like CVC words. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But then also when it comes to the iPad games for hand-eye coordination and like any sort of uh, OT stuff. I like to do, like, there is one educational 
app that I have, I don't know the name of it, but it is just essentially you trace the letters three times and it becomes progressively more challenging because um, the guidelines are removed further down. Um, so that's a good one. It's like a bunch of aliens. You have to hit every alien and if you hit them all, they go home. Mm -hmm. So that's a good one. But then the other ones that I really like to do are Panda Path because um, what's good about that is because you have to like predict where the ball is going to go based on the angle and you have to hold down instead of like letting go almost like pong right yeah pong was the original but if you let go then the ball goes and you don't get to like put it precisely so panda pop is good for that and then also um cooking fever is good because that's like you're making hamburgers and hot dogs and then the people come and they order with like a thought bubble like Mm -hmm. a picture pic like the picture burger will appear and they have to like make that burger based on the ingredients and that gets increasingly challenging like maybe they want tomatoes so or like lettuce. memory too right yeah and Attention. matching and it's and it's also like rapid movement and each round is like two minutes or four minutes so it's like something easy to go back and forth to I feel like it's useful I need and that app for myself it's so addicting what Mike is that and I, called cooking yes. fever we got on cooking, cooking fever like I'm gonna we have both had to delete it off our phones he kept just ordering more jewels oh, and no. I'm like you have to stop yeah, but then bad. the last I'm iPad game I'm like, that's bad. Okay. is, uh, no, well, I mean, if you just keep playing it for free for no, a I'm while, kidding. you're good. Um, the last one is Lego Juniors, which I like to use with the little kids, and it's, like, an easy game because it's, like, doesn't require that many skills, but it's still motivating and, like, fun, and they do have to do some stuff. But basically the whole game, after you choose your person and you build your car, you're just holding down the arrow button so that the car can keep going, and it's get, it's good biofeedback because whenever they lift their finger, the car stops. Oh, so they have to, like, remain down and like maintain that strength against the board mm-hmm. in order to get the to the finish line that's awesome so i like those three games awesome wow. um okay. the next uh, manipulation unless we have anything else for hand-eye coordination okay nope the next one is hand dominance okay so hand dominance a lot of times um students that come to us especially elementary school mm-hmm. they don't develop it right away so they're mm-hmm. switching hands yes. right um one of the things that um it could possibly be is weakness Mm -hmm. so they get weak in their hand in the right hand let's say and they're tired but they know that they want to try they want to keep up with their peers so they end up switching um Mm. and you notice that a lot i've seen that a lot Mm -hmm. yeah another thing that um it could be is um students can't cross midline Right. So yes, they instead of like writing from left to right, they'll write with their left hand and then they'll pass the pen to their pencil to the right and mm-hmm. then they'll continue. Okay. Is that indicative of a weak trunk control? Not that. Oh, that's that's more neurological. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like it could also be like reflexes weren't integrated when they were younger and it's something to work on. So, but it wow. affects their hand. PT works on that too. Sorry. Yes. I'm going to like. Yeah. You know, no. Nothing against PTs, I'm just saying. No, it's great because but, uh, yeah. if, let's say speech or OT or PT just had to work with a student all by themselves there's so many things so i'm right. so happy like that yes you guys do one thing we do something else and the pts could help us as well like with the speech like what do you want to do they verbally say it but then they're working on crossing midline or strengthening their core yeah what do mm-hmm. you think we're going to get into it um yes. so it's awesome how we could work as a team yeah of course i had a preschooler that i kept switching hands and i could tell it was due to like fatigue and uh that he didn't have the stamina but i have a, a second grader who switches hands but i think he does it in terms because he is very artistic that he likes to like, use I don't, both. he likes to use both. Right. And I think he's like kind of de- developing like ambidextrous, how do you say Ambidextrous? It? How do you do it with it? Am- he's developing ambidextricity? Yeah, no? that's it. That's yeah. like, nope. Something, that's, that's the word I ambidextricity. want. Ambidextricity. Yeah, so he's, I think that's what he's, 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 he
Well, Come on, Katie. We You're know what we're, we're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's like, stop. Yeah. No, but that's right. I, I, I wouldn't stop this dude. No, now. I'm not stopping him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because he'll like, he'll have like, he'll be like a little this color, a little yeah. this color. And he's like on, if he was like only on one side of the paper with each hand, I'd be like, this is weird. But he really <laughs> is like, he's just like a little here, a little that. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. it's like cooking, it looks like. So right. I let him do it. That's he's got cooking fever. Yeah, he does have cooking fever. Um... Okay, so then the next one is hand division, which this is similar to how we want to isolate the uh, tongue from the jaw. Like, mm-hmm. we want to make sure, like, different parts of the body can move. Independently. Without, like, independently without, like, the whole head moving every time the tongue moves. So right. uh, tell us a little bit about hand division. So um, it's probably, like, finger isolation. Yeah, like, um, th- th- this says thumb index finger. Right. Thing. So there's an exercise we do. It's called thumb opposition. <clears throat> so it's bringing your thumb to each of your fingers. So first we start with the index, then the middle, then the... Um, that's a guitar exercise, too. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's so, what yeah. I felt. The, that's what the PA told me yeah. to do. He's like, I'll give you, I'll give yeah. you one exercise. This so there works some finger division. So finger isolation, you're isolating each muscle individually. Mm-hmm. Um, this comes good when for pointing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have to um, point at something, you need to be able to curl all your fingers under and point. Um, right. And pin to grasp. So now right. I have the students turning the key. They need this pin to grasp. Right. And you usually are able to see that around the time that children are first starting to eat solid foods because they're picking up those little cereals. Yes. So that's like a good indicator if they're using their entire palm right. to pick that up and then they're using their palm to shove it in their mm-hmm. mouth. Then oh. Maybe that's like an indicator that we're work- we need to work on developing that um, Pincer- hand Pincer grasp. Yeah. A trick that I've learned for that, I think on Instagram, is giving the child like a tissue to squeeze underneath their um, middle ring and pinky finger and they mm-hmm. squeeze the tissue there and then they hold the pencil, which is going to force them to curl their fingers under while they pincer grasp the pencil. Yep. And they do that for writing. Only mm-hmm. the first two, the pinky and the index, they, uh-huh. they hold a little bead and then they get a tripod grasp. Ah, okay. So, very similar. Yeah. Um, well, maybe, yeah, maybe it wasn't the middle finger then. Maybe it was it just It could be, too. if you need them to do the pincer. Oh, right. Because then okay. it goes under. Right, okay. Yeah, cool. um, so then the next one is bilateral integration. So bilateral to side integration coming together. And mm-hmm. that's like switching from hand to hand? No, so bilateral integration we work on a lot when it comes to writing, and the other uh-huh. hand has to hold the paper. A lot of kids don't do that. But this wouldn't be bilateral integration? You're not using two hands at the same time. Oh, okay, so it's It's the same time. like catching the ball with both hands at the same time. Oh, okay. I do that with them. You you are... Maybe my, my other OT friend who wants to be a guest on our show. Look out for that one. Uh-huh. We've got plenty of OTs want to join us. Now they're fighting for a spot. They're because like, Because the OTs never get to speak. I think OTs are always <laughs> chatting away. OTs like, we have so we much to say. Yes, they do. They do. Um... So, you yes, she told me about that, or I've noticed that. And so that's the way when a kid is cutting, yes. I make them I say, use your helper hand, yep. right? Very good. And then I make them hold the paper, and then they cut. Yeah. But then also when they're writing, they need the helper hands. And yes. I say, helper hand down. Oh, look at you. That's right. It's like, a, um, what is it, like superheroes? Oh, like Power Rangers? I don't know how it sounds. Oh, oh yeah, oh, like you know, rings together, yeah. oh, wow. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought yeah. it was. A sh- I don't know. You said I, th- it so I said it because yeah. it's a very um, direct phrase of what yeah. I want them to do. Yeah, I think that children really they thrive off when instruction is provided in short, explicit utterances. Yep. So help her hand down. Yep. Okay. Not you know, it's important that you have your hand it's there to much. hold the paper. Too. No, yes. no. Put that hand down. Yeah. One yes. or two words, quick, and yeah. 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 Agreed. And so when they struggle, what we do is. Um, I have them write on the wall. 
and they have to hold because if that mm-hmm. hand's not helping, the paper's just gonna slide off. Right. Yes. So, true. Cool. Good. Nice one. And everyone likes yeah. just like we talked about in the last yes. episode, like writing on something you're not supposed to is always good. Oh time. yeah. Um, so then the next one is postural control. So then we have the core support there. Yes. Yeah, so if you don't have the core support, everything else crumbles. That's this is right. such a big one. Such a big I'm one, such, especially. So big. I'm such a stickler for yeah. t- uh, This posture. is where we need our PTs. I mean, OTs definitely work on it too, because if somebody can't write, you start from the core. Right. Um, then the shoulders and everything else strengthens. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the core, you have a hard time with everything. Sitting, paying attention, writing, anything, because you mm-hmm. just can't support yourself. So a lot of times yeah. kids put their head down and you think they're bored, they're being rude, but they're tired. Mm-hmm. They don't right. have that muscle strength to keep right. themselves up. So how do you expect them to write and copy or even produce language if they can't keep themselves up? Right. right. So very important. Right. So they need that strength in order to um, enhance their coordination and stability. And even for speech, they need to have that core strength so that they can build up enough air in order to sustain long utterances. So if if your whole core is crumbling down, then you're not able to express yourself adequately. So maybe you don't actually have a language deficit, maybe you have like a muscle issue here. Right. Or the muscle issue is not helping. Like if you have both, because a lot of times like we see children with, I have, they have language deficits and core, because let's say they have you know, comorbidities and mm-hmm. stuff, or they're on the spectrum. So right. it's like they have poor language, and then that course for is not helping them. It's not, right. it's, you know. So so it's gonna be yeah. so hard to get language out if you're not working on that other right. part of it. Yeah. And if you like, um, so maybe that's something that you see more frequently in a more severe population. Yes. But then, like how I know that it is significant is that I have had students who are not as severe. So like you can see what they are in capable of cognitively and then you see a breakdown you're like what's going on you will, mm, like you yeah. have all these skills so why aren't we right. are, like why is our MLU not appropriate and it's because they're just like oh, kid. you yeah. always have to go back down to the like core yeah. not, not, not even like the core muscles but like core, yeah. right, core but, like, issue yeah the core issue it can't be like I was saying earlier oh he can't write so we're gonna sit here and write for 30 minutes now it's like what is causing that like right let's yeah. dig and go beyond that that's yeah. a good assessment then. You right. Know, yeah. the, and that's like something we talked about before and for sure with OT. Um, you have to continuously assess them, you yes. know? So like, all right, he's made these, he's met, he or she has met these goals, but this is still a problem. Right. So like, what is it? <laughs> like, what's causing or this? they're like, not we meeting need to this assess goal. this. Or they're not right, meeting these goals. Yeah. Why? Like, what am I missing? Right. Let's go down more. Yes. Like, right. More. Let me assess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And then the last one is body awareness proprioception, which right. we did touch upon in the last episode, but you can mm-hmm. still elaborate yeah. there. Yes. So, so I mentioned last time proprioception is knowing where your body is in space. So if the, the student and the child can't really feel what's going on in their hands, they won't be able to feel the pen in their hand. They won't mm-hmm. be able to uh, grade the pressure. Some students write too light, some students write mm-hmm. too, yes. too hard, and they break pencils. Um, so they need to um, know where their body is in space. So what we do for that is um, we do joint compressions mm-hmm. or heavy work. Um, can you do push-ups on the wall? Can you move this chair for me? Can you carry the heavy book to mm-hmm. the classroom? To give them some kind of deep pressure to make them feel those joints, muscles, and tendons 
of the uh, of the part that you're going to use. It's giving sensory to those like hyposensitive areas. Yes. But, yeah. Okay. So if they're running too hard, is that like hypo? They, they can't feel it. So yes, they they're pushing. Quit. They're I, hypo, right? They're pushing mm -hmm. so hard. That drives that me so crazy with coloring. I'm like, what? You guys, it's going to take us like ten years if we're coloring <laughs> everything this dark. <laughs> you need to stop. I'm like, this is how we color, and I'm like, like right. this, nice and light in big strokes. So I'm always teaching everyone just. In terms of efficiency, right. we gotta move on. So a little right. trick that I do, I, I bought uh, sandpaper at Home Depot, I put it on there, it gives them feedback. Oh, okay. Or mechanical pencils. Oh, so we'll see. Okay, great. Oh, because they'll break. They'll break. Hey everyone, it's Deb. We lost the rest of the episode where we had tips and tricks and also our quote. Um, I don't remember what the tips were or the tricks or the quote, but you know what? Sometimes you just have to go with what you have. And here's the last thing that we have, which is if you put too much pressure on a mechanical pencil, it will break. So on that note, um, have a lovely day and thanks for listening to SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb and on behalf of Maria, she says goodbye as well. Adios. <laughs>